up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, the Hazardous Casuals podcast. I am Matt, your host, and I'm joined with four other amazing friends, adventurers, and hosts. We have our full cast of characters, and uh, I'm excited to start a new arc. This is this is exciting. If you want to check out any of our resources or connect with us on social media, just check out our show notes. Uh, there are links and resources you can check out there. And uh, let's introduce some of our characters. First, we have Jordan. Hi, I am playing Raytheon Mistweave, a wood elf ranger by career who has uh, who has studied the ways of the forest and the ways of the arcane. He has dabbled in shadow magic against his will uh, and uh, generally has spent the last arc getting tired of being less useful than he wants to be so he has uh, recently uh enlisted in the ranks of a local thieves guild in order that he might become deadlier and uh, more dangerous to the evil and that's uh, that's kind of what he's about right now awesome any talents or skill ranks um, so since last time, uh, yeah. we did actually finally, for the first time ever in this campaign, give Raytheon a rank in discipline. Hey, um, <laughs> he he, uh, he also picked up a rank in coercion to reflect the uh, the intimidation that he's been uh, dealing out to people recently. I like that. I like that. That's that's some good flavor. That's interesting. That's my, that's my philosophy with characters, man. Upgrade the stuff they're doing. Nice. I like it. Uh, let's go with Seth. Uh, I'm playing Makra, the orc monk. He also happens to be a werewolf uh, pretty much since his childhood. Recently discovered that um, he'd thought he had just like essentially killed everyone in his family and village. Found out it wasn't his fault. It was kind of a big setup by a guy named Dirtbag. I mean, Kerbag. I mean, um, <laughs> Kerbag the Dirtbag. I believe it's um, Fleabag. Flea bag, yeah, nice. something like that. I don't know. Sleaze bag, sure. So yeah, he's figuring that whole thing out. His ultimate motivation is to cure himself of being a werewolf, but since that's never really been done except through death, not had good luck with that so far. But he knows that the death at least is always an option, thanks to at least one other party member. Thankfully, he can avoid that. <laughs> well, uh, any any upgrades for Makra since? Well, yeah. uh... Um. Yep, I bought up a rank of lore uh, oh, because nice. something tells me it could be helpful to know some lore. Mm-hmm. It also helps my spell casting be more deadly. So you know, win-win there. And then I picked up uh, two other talents. One um, was like World World Wars vet or some World's War vet, something like that. Um, lets me take on resilience as a class skill, but then it also allows me to. Call in small favors once per session with, um, I chose the Arexia military. Um, so I can call in a small favor with the military because uh, I'm essentially a veteran of the war and people owe me a debt of gratitude because, by golly, I did my time. <laughs> nice. And then, then I picked up, uh, it's called Reckless Charge. I can take two strain um, when I move to engage with someone and then. Um, if I do that, I can add two success and two threat to my next brawl attack. Figured that could be very helpful. Guaranteeing a hit? Yeah. It, it almost does guarantee a hit. 
just automatic successes. I have a bunch of those abilities, some with spellcasting, some with punching. The two things I pretty much excel at. I feel like I have a very broken character. Yeah, I think you all are getting I, pretty... I would say you have a very fun character, but whatever. Yeah, tomato, tomato. Tomatillo. All right, let's <laughs> let's go with... Uh, next, let's go with Gavin. Hi, I'm Gavin. And I play Leo, <laughs> the strongest brawny brawn trades person there's ever been. He's a big hulking meat monster who's so <laughs> strong, he can scare you into doing what he wants. Just by flexing them muscles. Um, and to demonstrate that, he just put a uh, rank in coercion, <laughs> which uh, his, his tickets to the gun show was a playoff of. Nice. He's um, all about bartering the, the trade of the deal, and he's currently working on his pet project of building a home in Three Oaks. He's pretty excited about that. Nice. I like it. Did I mention he's brawny? Yes. Yes. He's very just rippling muscles. I mean, between him and Makro, we could do like a pinup calendar. It'd be great. Yeah, you could. And Kachi. And and Raytheon? Raytheon? Question mark? Do they have muscles? Yeah. Raytheon's got a a brawn of two. He's like average looking. I just feel like, I feel like Kachi's pinup would be like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. Laying, lounging, shirt open on the the bench. (laughs) All right, Matt, <laughs> it's rude to force your fantasies on others. All right, speaking of Kachi, uh, next we have Donovan. Why, hello there. This is Kachi. I am, quote-unquote, played by a, a Donovan, whoever <laughs> that is. Uh, but I am your slinky and sexual, nope. uh, wonderful cat person. Uh, it's more along the lines of I am popular with the ladies, or at least I think I am. Uh, I prefer to slink around in the shadows and fight from the darkness and stab things with my katanas. I am far from the south from the dunes, and I find myself in Three Oaks trying to find a family of my own. You know, establish myself. Uh, Put down the roots. Spread whatever sort of stuff everywhere. Awesome. Uh, did, Did you upgrade any upgrades for Kachi? Gotji is currently saving up for something special. He needs about, oh, 15 more XP, whatever that is. Well, before we get jump into our episode, do we have an ad from the ad boards? We sure do, Philip. On to the ad. Who's Philip? Um, hello. Uh, mm. uh, oh, they can't respond. Oh, okay. H- how does it work? Is it like, uh, is my voice recorded? Oh, okay, okay. <clears throat> hello. I'm Wadrick of the Wondrous Widgets, and I have come up with the most wonderful invention I'd like to tell you about. It's all autonomous, uh, self-moving horses. No meat. uh, They don't take any drink. They don't take any food. Um, They can sustain themselves in temperatures that a regular horse would uh, otherwise succumb to. Best thing about it is, let's say you get separated, well, uh, it will attempt to find you, whoever the owner's uh, curse has been placed on. Don't worry, it's just a following curse, nothing to hurt you otherwise. Um, They use my patented uh, logic gates in that if something happens, they can reason that it's been too long and then try to find you. Um, If you, say, are the father of of a child and you get injured to where you can't drive the horse... 
or ride the horse, as the case may be. Um, I call it driving because I'm very tiny and I actually get a little driver's seat with my gloves on. It's very cute, I think, or at least my <laughs> missus says so. Anyways, you uh, the horse will eventually realize that, oh, uh, the owner can't drive me. And I believe that there's a familiar relationship with the son and it will transfer temporary ownership. Uh, to the son, so the son could then drive the horse and father to town to get medical care. I know that Wondrous Witch is better known for its toys and uh, fantasy uh, things, but I believe this is a compelling object. Even though it's more expensive than the regular horse, it could be the last horse you ever have to purchase. It's very compelling, I think. Uh, so don't forget, Wajik's Wondrous Ridges. Come on down. A horse for you is a horse for me. Goodbye. It's always got to be a horse. Why wouldn't it be? Don't eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Here's our story thus far. Five heroes set out from a small town called Three Oaks. There was Kachi, a catfolk from the southern dunes. Raytheon, a woodland elf from the dark forest. Leo, a human tradesman from the eastern coastal city of Sandy Harbor. Makra, the orc monk from the wolf tribe of the hill orcs from the south, and Ruby, a burgeoning half-elf wizard who was a local resident of Three Oaks. They set out on a quest to stop an ancient magical artifact that could destroy the world if it was remade. The artifact, called Nightbringer, was a powerful magical implement. While it was a sword, it was also much more. The last time it had been used to its full power, it had opened a rift into the Shadow Realm and unleashed demonic forces upon the world, nearly destroying the world. Nightbringer was broken into six shards during that climactic battle of the Great War. After the war was over, unable to completely destroy the blade, a shard was given to each race for protection and safekeeping. Now, evil forces are attempting to collect each shard and reforge the blade. So far, our heroes have successfully found and recovered four shards. During their travels, they discovered that Nightbringer was actually forged by a lich, and part of the lich's soul was contained in each shard. Our heroes have finally arrived back home to the town of Three Oaks and have taken some much-needed time to rest and regroup. Now they prepare to take the next steps to destroy the Lich Blade. And we pick back up with things. It's We're going to go forward in time. It's been a few months since our last uh, encounter where we left off with our characters. Uh, is the general still in town? Uh, so here's what <clears throat> happened oh, with yeah. uh, Captain Frederick. She healed up. She did make a trip back to the capital, but she said she would return. And you guys are kind of expecting her to come back any time now. But she didn't tell us. She didn't actually tell us what was going on. Yeah, she kind of gave you the gist of it that um, she had been hunting a vampire. It had she thought she had the better of it and she totally it out. It outplayed her, basically. And she almost paid for it dearly with her life. Um, And there was some things that she kind of had to go wrap up with the queen and that she would come back as soon as she could. Yes, I see a hand raised. Does this mean I can take off my critical injuries? Uh, Yes, 
Uh, if you have any critical injuries, you are going to heal all of those. Goodbye, depression. No, keep them. <laughs> so my crippled arm is now fine. Um, I mean, how do you want to handle that, Seth? Do you want to still have a arm that's growing back? So, I mean, technically, rules is written, the talent I have that allows me to regrow a lost limb says that it takes about a month for it to be usable. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean... So if it's been a couple months, then I would think it's probably pretty much normal. Makes sense to me. We'll say that it's... Uh, How about this? It, it's less tan than the other arm. Okay, yeah, and it's it's not quite as girthy as the other arm. Ah, a little, little different shade of green. Yeah. It's like you had a cast taken off. Yeah, it's like looking at a... Is it the okay. dominant arm or is it the uh, the non-dominant? It was my non-dominant. Lucky. It's the arm in the middle. Mm, okay, right, we're moving on. It's been a few months. Uh, the seasons have changed again, and it's begun to change into winter now. Uh, the great oaks in town have finally shed their last few golden leaves and leaving only the evergreen trees the, uh, around the town that are green. Uh, the winter winds have begun to whip down the howling mountains. And we zoom in on a two-story manor that has recently been finished just in time for the harsh, colder months of winter that's ahead. Describe y'all's home. So there's a... Um, Feel free to jump in, but the way I had I, the idea is there is a store up front facing the the town's marketplace. Yep. Um, and that's got that's got part of a gate that goes around the main area, the main the main building. Um, but it does not cover the the farm. Um, there is a so there's a large structure in the middle. It's it's very nice. This is meant to be uh, you call it a rich home. Yeah, it's a it's a a wealthy home. Wealthy home. Yeah. So the gates, the gates, large enough to accept carts. Um, okay. Um, and uh, basically, you you go in through the front of the the house, and there's a large area. This area is intended to be the actual like guild hall area. Like you walk in, like that's gonna be the most activity. So we put that up front. I was hoping to do like like I was hoping to do it in character as far as introduce the character the people to the rooms. Um, Okay, let's let's do that. Do it narratively. All right, you're showing everybody their room. Leo, this is a fine building, but um, where am I meant to go? Oh well, okay. So you've seen the garden out back. You're able to use that if you want. But if it's raining or storming, come over here. And uh, Leo Leo takes him upstairs uh, to a hallway that has several several rooms off of it. And he said, okay, this one's yours. And he opens the door. And uh, one thing, Raythin, uh, this, this is how it's set up. You can tell us how you set up. We'll change it later. But you walk in, and there's, there's a course of room. Uh, nice big windows uh, with, with potted plants already in place. And over, over your bed, there is a, um, a large painting of Raytheon. Um now I will say Leo did, uh, or uh, okay, well, there's a large painting, and, and Leo says, um, "I hope you don't mind. I did remove the signatures of the guards um, that were signing the picture while you were making a distraction for Kachi to get that ram. Um, I did also remove 
the um, the mustache you added to the painting. I figured you could always add it back if you wanted to it to do it. I, I thought you just I, did. I, I'll be honest. I miss <clears throat> I miss the signatures. You, you were uh, <laughs> in the, the you remember in the Dwarven City when we were leaving, you took the the painting that um, sure dragon's bottom, whatever his name is. Um, yes. The, the Yeah, I, I remember the painting. I'm just saying I. I, I I sort of wanted the mint to have their signatures on the painting and oh, I mean I could like you can still faintly see them. I, I guess I could go back over them. Well, just... I'll, I'll I'll do that when I add the mustache. Okay. Well, geez, I thought I was doing you a favor by restoring the painting. Huh? Well, sorry about that. It is fine. No, no, don't don't worry about it so much. I'm just. <sighs> it's strange to see my own face unaugmented like this. Here's the real kicker. Okay, your windows. See, um, so you see this latch? Mm hmm. Yep. You can actually bar your windows, so an owl can't get in. You are a true friend. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's a uh, personal touch I wanted to give you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I I I appreciate that deeply. Oh, and do you recognize this plant? No, it isn't. Yeah. Thank well, you, Leo. It's very thoughtful of you. Ah, awesome. I, th I thought you'd enjoy something from your home. Uh, a little medicinal, you know, but you know that better than I do. No, we will make any fine medicines with this. So see, see your room. Let me know if there's anything else you need here. But I think this is plenty of space for all of us. We all have the same size rooms. Uh, Kaji. Kaji. Hold on. Jeez. I'm down down the hallway. Uh, okay. So this is yours. Is that Valar? You got to help me. What is Valar? I keep asking and no one will die. I think it's like velvet. I've, I've never really worked with Valar. I think it's like thin Make velvet. Velvalar? Maybe like spandex velvet? Anyways, so so for Kaji, the same scenario is he's got the nice bed with um the, the, the portrait, with his portrait over it in a nice, nice frame. Sorry, all I can think is like I used to play bass for spandex velvet. <laughs> Yeah, you see the latch on the window? Yes, that the latch, uh, does that open the window and close it? Uh, not only opens it and closes it, but it also can lock it for you. Now, more importantly, look out the window. Look, look straight down. Wow, that's a big fall for any potential lovers. <laughs> well, <laughs> why would they need to jump out of your window? Anyways, <laughs> you can... <laughs> oh, I don't mean that. You can, uh, look. Okay, anyways, if you look, you can go down. You don't have to do it yourself. But look, you can jump out of this window fairly safely without without risking any harm. See the, the plant there? It's, it's not a very sharp plant. It'll cushion your fall, and you can just go off and do your evil works. My evil works? I mean, I am a hero. Haven't you been adventuring with me long enough to know that? But I love the room. It's amazing. Okay, and you see the plant from uh from the dunes? Wow, that's that that looks painful, honestly. Wow. Where'd you get the cacti from? <laughs> well, uh, there's the marketplace right across the way. Uh, I figured Why does it have a face? Are those that... painted lips on it? What's going on here? No, this <laughs> this is supposed to be a spring cacti. Oh, okay, yes, they often have lips and a painted face. I'll call it uh, Cactilia. No, now, no, no, I'll think of a better name later. <laughs> now, Tom told me that this was a plant you would recognize. Is Was he selling me a trick, a trixie? I don't, I don't know if you know this about Tom, but I, I think he 
perhaps sometimes partakes of the mysterious shrubs in the forest. <laughs> okay, well, I just showed a, a similar plant from Raytheon's homeland to him, and he seemed to pretend like he recognized it, but clearly didn't say the name of it. So I'm wondering if, if all of these... <laughs> Of all these aren't necessarily what I asked for. Okay. Well, check the place out. Um, em empty bookshelf for you to fill up. You know, whatever, whatever you need, just let me know. We, we can get that added. But really quick, are there any, uh, oh, you know, hidey holes for stuff? You know, sensitive items, things you don't want thrown about? You, that's what you asked for, yes. I take it then you, want, you can't see where it is right now. That, yes. Normally one would like to know where it is. Well, I mean, I'm just saying it's a testament to the fact that you can't see where it is. Okay, um, well, oh, I see it. I just over over here. No, a little bit on this. This is a normal bookshelf. No. Oh, I that's broke. Just, I broke oh, this part. Dang it! Okay, fine. <laughs> it's right under your lampstand. Real quick question: how how far away is my room from Baby Arm Johnson? As I've started to call him. <laughs> Makra? Uh, he's uh, he's two bedrooms over. Oh, good, good. That'll be the great place to hide uh, my stuff and retrieve it and go seek him out if I ever need to. Wink. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. All right. Got you. Let me know if you need anything. Thank you. Ma Makra? Yeah? Oh, come on up. Come on upstairs. Thump, 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 thump. I don't know how many stairs there are. Yeah. Do I keep thumping or? Yeah. <laughs> as many as it takes. <laughs> we go. We go. We go into Makra's room. <laughs> Is this like a like Super Mario sixty four situation where it's just an endless staircase until I get so many stars? Do we hear like a trip and a thump 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 thump? thump. You've got you've got Makra just just bouncing on the stairs. Woohoo! 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 <laughs> you uh you go into your room and you see the bed and. You also see a, a plant from your your um, where you're from, and same window setup. But most noticeably, immediately is what is clearly a poorly drawn, almost stick figure level uh, paint, <laughs> uh, picture of what is supposed to be Makra. And you can tell by the matching like moon charm necklace and the the, the hair feature and the the robe. Uh, and Leo says, "Look, I I'm not." A, I'm not an artist. I know this is not my skill, but I'm having one, uh, an actual painting commissioned for you since we didn't have one from before. You will, you will get one as good of, as the other ones. If I can find the right painter, I promise. That's very generous of you. So you're saying this is mine. This, this is yours. I know you were talking about being a little bit upset about this. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm an orc. We tend to be very nomadic people, um, especially when you're cast out for being a werewolf. You tend to travel a lot. I've stayed in a few inns and such, so I'm used to sleeping in a bed from time to time. But if I'm honest, it kind of looks around the room. This isn't this isn't me. I wonder. Is there space by the garden to have a yurt? Oh. There is. I Back. think I'd be more comfortable if I could just be in a yurt. Huh. 
sorry. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, I, do, I do like this. And he walks over and he pulls the painting off the wall. Ah, uh, how do so, you hang one of those in a yurt? You lean it against the wall. Ooh, okay, yeah. Well, we could we could do that pretty easily. I think we still have plenty of material left over from all the curtains and everything to make a pretty good canvas style yurt. Wonderful. And I could probably even go hunting with Rathian at some point to find enough animal skins and the like to really make it a very cozy um, little yurt. Look forward to Rathian seeing how sort of pops out. his head in. I'll. I'll be headed out this this weekend if you want to join me. Sure. Could be fun. Do you want me to be the, uh, you know, like the hunting dog? But, In a sense? Like, do you want me to scare up some game? That could be fun. <laughs> could, be, could be. Wait, you can you turn it well? Hmm? Oh, yeah. Oh, Okay. Huh. Yeah, I've been able to do that for, I think, as long as I've known you. Um, so, about the sizing for that crocodile, crocodile uh, saddle. Um, you still, still know? No. Oh, still okay. no. <laughs> what, what about like, even if? Um, okay. Hey, Nobby. Yeah. He comes. You hear. You hear. Hey, hey, buddy. Uh, do you want to see your room? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, so, come this way. And uh, Leo takes him all the way to the end of the hall. Now, it's a bit of a walk, but it's worth it, I promise. I take him inside. <laughs> what you see Can't inside is clearly twice the size of a room that any of us, have, any other person has. Clearly, like a souped-up master suite, with like its own, its own like yeah. its own bathroom. Okay, look, I know, I know you're going to be doing a lot of work with the garden. I know you, it'd be kind of a pain to have to come all the way up here. So, um, I've what I've got is a slide for you right over here. Do you like slides? It's <laughs> a uh... shoot. Eh? Okay, I'll, okay. After you look around, go over to the corner there. All right, pull up. See the handle right there. Just pull it up. Okay, if you were to hop in that, you would slide all the way to the garden safely. I promise. Um, so you, have you ever been like been walking on a surf, like on ice, and you 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 slip? Oh. So you would you would kind of slip down, but it slows like the, how fast you're slipping towards the end, so you don't get hurt. He he opens the hatch, looks yeah. down it. Go down? Not not yet. You can, oh. but not not yet. Oh, oh all right. Okay. So ha so he points to the hammock bed. Yes, you like those, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and you see, you I went ahead and gave you these triple uh, size windows with all these uh, planters, so you can plant whatever you want up here. So you get to wake up to to all any kind of plants or herbs you want to. Oh. <laughs> Super excited about that. Is there anything else you want up here? No. Okay. Um, now, uh, over here, this is your dresser. And I'll admit, I may have spent a little too much time on this, but uh, um, this is your formal crocodile wear. This is um, this is your uh, wintertime uh, beaver formal wear. Uh, beaver fur. Um, and then this is, of course, your gardening gear. Now, downslide. 
Yeah, you want to try it out? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. All right. And Leo and him run off to the slide. <laughs> you should just hear. Where did that noise come from? And it, and it turns out that there's also a, a giant penguin that's racing down the slide with him. <laughs> <laughs> Again, um, a nice little Super Mario 64 reference there. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways. <laughs> The shop, the shop up front, that's one of the things I got is is a, a pretty decent sized shop. It sells all manner of things. It's like a general store. General store, yeah. Okay. There are there are two workers there. There's Frank and then there is Miss Winterbottom. Winterbottom, okay. The adventure hall that I mentioned earlier is kind of like the large table with like the large earth uh hearth and like like uh, storage cabinets and stuff for the, the adventures that would come in. To set stuff down and then some basic some basic barracks off of it. Um, who who specifically requested the prayer garden? That was that was Kachi. Yeah, we kind of uh, described that last time. I think um, basically it's you know it's you've got the farm I think on the left and then you've got like a small prayer garden on the right when you go outside the back doors and uh, the prayer garden is is I think there's hedges the sort of hedge basically that serve as the fence uh, that that keep people out from you know just walking through it there's definitely one entrance uh and as you enter it it sort of has this um stream that runs this sort of a circle uh and it's kind of odd like you you guys kind of have it figured out (laughs) how this water this stream works um you know that it definitely comes from the inner part which you definitely cross the stream to get to over a bridge and um, there's a couple willows that that Kachi and Nobby had have gotten from the um, fr- down towards the end of the the, the lake. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's it's just a it's just a prayer garden. There's a few paths you can take to follow it around and go around the outskirts of the the garden. It's not a very large garden, but uh, the hedges surprisingly keep a lot of sound out. Hmm. And you're not sure if that's just the the hedges or if there's something sort of magical. Um, the willows form a sort of a canopy, definitely that let enough light in. Probably the center of it is this um, is probably one of the the willows and the sort of source of the water that flows and waters the garden. And it also too, like we mentioned last time, it is definitely uh, illuminates it at night, uh, much like the Starlight Lake. The farm is sort of a, a, you know, your average farm. Right now, it's not got a lot of things going on because it's the winter. Uh, but Nobby's got some stuff planted. And uh, he's he's been working on some stuff. So uh, it's, I don't know, it's a medium-sized farm. It's not huge. It's a medium. You know, if you were to have a, a, a backyard garden, it probably mm. would be a medium-sized backyard garden. And especially with the magical qualities of Three Oaks, it's probably going to produce very well, uh, considering how much care that Nobby gives to it, and like I said, the size of it. So, yeah. Uh, do you want to describe anything else, or do you want to jump into the make the rolls for the the store and the farm? Um, let's throw it out there. If we are going yurt, yeah, um, yeah, like between the garden or the farm and the prayer. Okay, yeah, in between like them. In, in between them. Okay. All There's right. a, a little path. There's a little I'm space kind of... between the the yeah. uh, the hedge and the farm. Yeah, there's a. I like that little little campfire site outside that's not being used right now because it's winter. 
Um, and then the, the yurt, it's round and there's, um, it's kind of built so that there's a little smokestack so that you can have a fire inside and it lets the smoke out. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a just for us uh, a common area, like a dining room or something like that, where we can gather to meet and, you know, plot our good deeds, I guess? Well, I mean, I, that might be our, our dining room. I mean, this is such a big place. I mean, there's there's going to be kitchens. There's going to be... Um, I think there's a there's definitely a kitchen and a dining room. Most definitely, yeah. Also, I take issue with the idea, one, that we plot anything. <laughs> we don't, as evidenced by this campaign. And two, that anything that we plot is good. And there, there are like there are rooms that we haven't done anything with. There's at least one hard point worth of room that we haven't done anything with. <laughs> Just a bear room. It's a bear room. Ah, it's a bear room. <laughs> it's got, it's got a bunch of different stuffed bears. I was, was going to say it's perfect for an empty room, perfect for Rathian's punch dancing. <laughs> I was going to say maybe a meeting room slash trophy room. I think that sounds good to me. Like, we can put, like, werewolf pelts there and stuff. <laughs> yeah, had to do it. <laughs> like, all of this would be offensive to all of us. <laughs> yeah. Because these are, these are, like, people skins. And this <laughs> is the room where we go to be angry at one another. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Makra? You may not be ready for this. Uh, Leo is ready for this. And he's going to flip that one GM story phone <laughs> back over to, to our side. That human, that human ability ready for anything gets yeah. me every time. Gets me every time. I think it's pretty fantastic. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I'm going to actually re-roll um, because I messed up the roll. So uh, Miss Winterbottom is her dice pool is one yellow, three green. Uh, and she gets two boost die as well. One for Frank and one for one of her abilities. Her ability is Country Charm. People just love Miss Winterbottom. She makes everyone feel welcome. And she adds a singular boost die on any social skill check. So, uh, would you like to spend a story point to upgrade one of those greens to a yellow? On what difficulty? One purple difficulty. Um, Each success is like an extra 200 silver. No, uh, 500. Well, technically for her, it's 450. For her, it's 450, okay. Yeah, kind-hearted. Her, her kind-hearted ability, uh, uh, she doesn't quite make as much profit, but uh, she makes people feel welcome. And uh, definitely, uh, your store is a place where people know they get a good, fair deal. Okay, so just um, go ahead and let's roll these straight. Okay, all right, here we go. Five successes, five advantage. So, uh, with that, you're going to get 2,250 silver. We may have to. Well, you only roll this once a session, so uh, we may have to. This is a trial run. <laughs> we may have to alter some of these uh, these difficulties. We're play testing. Play testing new have, rules. <laughs> now, don't forget how much we spent for this, this scenario to happen. I know you spent a lot. So yeah, you, yeah. you could argue. You could say, argue that the prices and such could adjust based on the season. You could say that since it's winter, if yeah. it's harder to get materials, whatever else, black dye. Mm, I like this. Yeah, I mean, it's too late now. You've already made the no, roll. I, no, I like that. Stone. Yeah, but I like maybe that. for future reference as a way of kind of yeah. helping to three influence walk. things a little bit. Three Oaks is on fire. 
Buy black die. <laughs> Upgrade the difficulty twice. All right. So uh, with that, yeah, you get uh, 2,250 silver and five advantages. How would you like to spend your five advantage? What is her what is her sheet allow with advantages? Anything? Um, nothing with her. Uh, she is basically just giving you. She kind of alters like how much you make. Uh, she does remove two threat, and also um, she uh, adds a boost die as well. Okay, so if, if we have that many, um, we have uh, we we have that many advantages. Let's go ahead and give Frank an advantage on his roll. Maybe she's she's uh, leveling out some of his, or does he not roll? He does not roll. He is going to help oh. her since what y'all had talked about was that he would kind of probably be overseeing the adventurers guild stuff ah, and helping it. helping with the store, sort of the muscle and also the the side the side business or the the side endeavor of the. Um, but I mean, I would let you, you know, I would let you. Um, Maybe spend those five advantage to um, activate, you know, one of his his things. If you wanted to, if you wanted to do, you know, a col- his collector ability or talent, or yeah. you spend a uh, a talent, and he can make a hard streetwise check just to see what uh, what he might find. Okay, so yeah, she gets something in. She's like, "Hey, Frank, you see this?" Yeah, you could do that way. We could do it that way. Okay, then that's I would like to do that. All right, three successes. Um, so with that, you can get uh, another two hundred silver per each uncancelled success. Or if you know, like I said, you guys talked about a lot. You know, one of the things about that was like he could find some very interesting things um, that might prove useful. So it's up to y'all how you want to spend it. Do you want to find something that might be useful, or do you want just more silver? What's in the box? Mm, yeah, like what's in the box? Yeah, what's, what's in the box, man? In the box. Hmm. Let's see here. Yeah, you guys do some Dylans, and and uh, Miss Winterbottom sort of picks out a few things like she doesn't quite have any knowledge of. She hands it over to Frank. Frank messes around. He goes, "Hey," uh, he brings it over to you. He goes, um, "Look, I was uh, over this stuff and." But you might be interested in this pretty good uh, package of some uh, precious ore here. Uh, don't see much of this stuff around anymore. Could be. Listen, I've heard. I'm not a craftsman. I'm not a. I don't build things with my hands. You know. You know what I'm saying. I'm not a. I'm not a builder with hands. You more usually, of a breaker, Frank. Yeah, I usually break things with my hands. Ah, uh, uh, Frank. But listen, I've heard tales. This stuff's pretty precious. It's ore. It's really rare. Might be able to, you know, craft it into some ancient weaponry or metal. Basically, what he's found is you some ancient ore. Uh, it could be used to craft something with or augment one of your equipments with. So if you would like to mark down precious ore, this is a metal only mentioned in ancient literature. And basically, it could possibly be made into uh, an item that has the ancient crafting quality on it. Mm-hmm. So, which are pretty valuable and pretty powerful as well. So, 
Um, Nobby, we do the the farm roll. Uh, Nobby rolls for uh, his farm, and his farm has produced in the time y'all have been going. He's got some herbs planted. He actually produces 500 silver, but he did roll one threat. So we're going to decrease that by 100 silver. So he his farm roll uh, produces 400 silver points for you as well. Not too bad to start off. Pretty good haul for your first your first time uh, mm-hmm. opening up the store and the farm. What does a farming threat look like? Uh, probably some kind of bur- bug. Frost came in early. Bug, fung- fungus. Small people coming to steal our mushrooms. Vermin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, y'all, y'all get made out pretty good. 2650 in total. Not too bad. That was a good winter bottom roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Um, as you guys are getting acquainted with the uh, your new uh, humble abode, I think uh, you have a visitor, and you hear a um, you hear the 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 beautiful chime of the the door uh, jingle a bell as he he enters. Ding ding ding! <laughs> yeah, you see a um, a very familiar orc. Um, this is an orc y'all met very long ago. Um, who was a Raytheon? You know this individual, as you see. Uh, he, he sort of, his face sort of lights up a little bit. It's Stumps, the orc, with the little stumpy thumbs. <laughs> and uh, he sort of bundled up pretty tight. He comes in. He goes, dusts some, you know, dusts some. Uh, maybe, 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 maybe snowing a little bit outside at this time. He does some snow off and goes, oh, me, uh, uh, uh. He sees you, Raytheon. Goes, hey. <laughs> How's it Radian going? has leaned up, leaned up against a post, picking the meat out of a walnut <laughs> uh, with a with a like a knife. <laughs> Excuse me, stumps. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's me, stumpies. And he holds his fingers up. It's me. I thought for certain you would be dead by now. How, how, how I, are you? I, I get that a lot. Um, I'm good. Yep. Um, boss sent me over. I uh, wanted to invite you all to her celebration. Hey, you opened your store. Congratulations. And uh, he hands an invitation to y'all. And you open it up. It looks like a invitation to a celebration for the store and guild opening at the Laughing Dragon Inn. Everybody's going to be there, you know, from the guild and a few of your friends. I think the wizard guy and uh, the elf monk dude. Zeku? Is it Zeku? Yeah, Zeku. Hey, stop. Did that um, ointment work for you okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he, uh, he was, uh, your, your thumb looks a full millimeter longer now. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other place looks good, too. But uh, <laughs> you know, we, oh. he kind of looks at Miss Winterbottom and goes, we'll, we'll talk about that. You know, present company. He sort of, you know, uh, <laughs> shifts a little uneasily. Yeah, so are we supposed to bring presents to this? No, 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 no. It's it's oh, a thank goodness. No, no, it's her present for opening this for for you know to welcome you as business owners of of Three Oaks. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. Glad to be the deliverer of good news for once. Yeah, thanks for not breaking any parts of our bodies. So see you tomorrow. I guess I should be there. Hopefully. 
you know, VIP members. You got to show that. Keep the keep the invitation. Got to show the invitation, right? Thank you. Right, right, right. Yep. All right, Leo gives you two yeah. stumpy thumbs up, and uh, he heads out. Leo, yeah. Um, thank you for springing for the uh, silver doorknobs. Um. Oh, wonderful! That is that is a that is a beaut right there. Donovan's a great idea, man. And also for having them blessed. Um, but do we have to go to this? Well, um, am I to take it that she's currently your boss? I mean, uh, co-worker. <laughs> and I'm, and she and I are entering some kind of um, a fortuitous business um, cooperative. So yeah, I think it's in our best it interest. Feels to Feels like a, I'll be fine. <laughs> I will be late. Hey, I saw you drink so much you threw up on a horse, uh, in a field. Okay, I know you're gonna enjoy this kind of event. That horse was being antagonistic. Oh, but I'll just say free drinks, right? What else are you gonna do tonight or tomorrow? I'm. Definitely leaving all of my money at home. Oh, good call. I mean, I did see you try to give like a, a small fortune to a random girl. That was as a jab toward an unjust government. That's different. <laughs> you know what, right then? Uh, the world doesn't need a lot more like me. You just be yourself and never change. Raytheon just sort of like leaves at that point. Um, I'm going to go wander the woods, hunt for a while. Do we happen to know if we can bring a plus one? Yes. You may invite a plus one. Invitation only. And, and it, it basically says that if you would like to bring a plus one, you can. So the question is, Kaji, are you going to take someone? Or are you going to... I would like to take somebody. But if you? I can, mm -hmm. I think it would be better if it can be kind of a surprise to the group. Can I text you who I want to bring? Right, quick. Let's all text Matt the same person. And I haven't got a thing to wear. I'm sure Leo has a talent that might... Right. No, I'm saying I I was going to go naked. Oh, it's not that kind of party. It's orc formal wear. <laughs> That's not orc formal wear. <laughs> it's not this kind of that kind of party yet. <laughs> oh, gosh. I can't. I can make you a pretty nice garment. I thought you were going to say I can make you a pretty nice dress. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I've got a little time to kill. Uh, Leo's just going to go ahead and make um, some formal wear for Macron in the hopes that it'll be something he can use. Sure. What's the style? It's going to be like... That's the question. I'd, I'd ask you, like, hey, uh, you want, like, traditional orc, uh, orcish gear, or do you want, like... Ooh, uh, yeah. If you oh, can do, like, okay. a traditional orc and orc, orcish garb of some sort, then... Chapless loincloth. Yep. Mm. I'm just thinking lots of fur. Loincloths typically don't have chaps, Donovan. I was going to say, so it's just a loincloth. <laughs> <laughs> chaps, are, uh, chaps are actually a different garment altogether. <laughs> okay, All fine. Right. Just chaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, no, they don't. They don't meet in the middle. All right, so uh, let's fast forward. You guys are making your way over to the uh, the <laughs> Laughing Dragon Inn. Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, are you not? You're going to show up late? 
Yep. Okay. All right. A well, man of my word. Very nice. Very nice. Um, so yeah, uh, you guys make it there. Uh, it's Leo, uh, Kachi, Makra, and who is your plus one, uh, Kachi? Um, as we're walking, I have a uh, diminutive little fully decked out uh, person with me, a uh, humanoid with me. Um, and it's not until I get closer that they can kind of make out who it is. What do they see, Matt? They see a little green goblin dressed in, I guess, a suit, a formal wear. Uh, yeah, and with a spectacle. I mean, yep, a, monocle. a little, little monocle. He's got a little cane. Just walking like he's <laughs> all the stuff. Now, waving at people as he goes by, tipping his hat to all the young ladies. <laughs> well, well, careful there, uh, Nadia. You don't you don't want to use up all that swagger with me around. I mean, I'd save some for me is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you guys begin to approach the Laughing Dragon Inn, and even from far away, you begin to hear the sound of celebration. Music is being played, and... As you draw closer, you begin to smell the sweetest aromas coming from inside. You approach the entrance and you see Stumps there at the door, as well as another agent, um, sort of at the at the door. And you guys approach, and and Stumps goes, "Oh, uh, hey, good to see y'all. Welcome to the party. You got your invitations or invitation I gave you. Please say you got your invitation, please." Nobby. Uh, Nobby goes <clears throat> and holds up a finger and then like sticks his hand inside his jacket pocket, pulls out a pristine invitation, hands it over. <laughs> yep. And then with a flick of the wrist after Stumps uh, <laughs> looks at it and goes, oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. Hands it back. He sticks it back inside and uh, pops his collar and walks on in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but before we follow, I'm going to look at everyone else in the, uh, that's with us and just go, what have I done? What have I unleashed upon us? <laughs> Stuff goes, listen, this is Jack. Um, y'all got anybody coming after later, right? Where's the elf? The elf coming? Please. He's going to. Please tell me he's coming. Please. Come on. Uh, he's going to be fashionably late, but he'll that's be fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Right. Why are you so, like, invested in him being there i mean it looked bad on me she told me to make sure y'all were coming so if if i weren't if i were gonna be late would you be just as concerned or is it just him (laughs) concerned not as much because you don't (laughs) you don't work for the lady you're saying you're saying i don't matter no you just matter just because i'm an orc no, I'm an orc. What are you, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm an orc. He kind of looks like confused. Like, what What have I done? Like, what? what's going on? Like, I, don't kinda, think, uh, I did not realize this guy was an orc, too. Yeah, sorry. This is Stumps. Uh, that, that makes this a million times funnier, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this guy is uh, the... I'm sorry. I did, it, the, it's dark out. I didn't I didn't quite see you. Oh, oh. It, it, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh I'm just glossing no. over the fact that I have dark vision. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You should, you should be able to see me. What are you talking about? I don't. 
Anyway, just get inside. That's a, were, that's a werewolf hey, Come thing. on, get inside. Just just go. This is Jack. Yes. If you need to talk to let anybody in, just tell Jack who who you need to let in. Jack, you don't don't stay out here all night. Come on in and get you something to drink after a while. Just shut the door. Yeah. Is Jack an orc? Uh Jack is a human. Mm. Uh, <laughs> as 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 we're going as I'm going in, Kachi's gonna uh Go well as a tradition. Thank you for manning the doors. And here you go. And here you go. And I toss both of them a silver piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, do, does anything look like it happened? No, Are either they, of them wearing gloves? No, they're they're wearing. Uh, <laughs> well, Stumps is wearing gloves, but they're like fingerless gloves. They both take the silver. Nothing happens, and he. It's just they, because no gloves actually fit him. Yeah, exactly. He cuts the fingers off of them. And you can't just cut the thumb fingers off. You, if you cut one finger off, you got to cut them all off. They don't say anything. They don't go like, "We know it." You, you know, we're still not a change. Like, you know, they don't do anything. Like that. Uh, is this something you do with them all the time? Like, anytime yes. you see, oh yeah, they go. Uh, hey, if I get silver, I get silver. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys enter into the party and see a a just a plethora just. Just a huge, a huge party going on. Uh, most of these people uh, are definitely uh, people who work for Eliza. Uh, but you see a few people from the Mage Guild. And uh, you see definitely Morty in the center of the room. There at the, the biggest table, there is Eliza Marigold, uh, Morty, Zeku, Ruby, and uh, the captain of the guard, Freya. As well, and they are all talking uh, over a few drinks already. Freya, Freya, welcome back. Hello, uh, it's it's good to see you again under much much better circumstances. Uh, hey, the night is young. Oh, oh, please! Why did you have to say that? Now, now, you you'll know Leo. You've seen him enough by now to know what a stonehead he can be. But you definitely look like you have recovered well. Yeah, I have. It, it took a little little bit of. Well, I mean, Morty patched me up pretty well, and she stands up and bows to Morty. She also stands up to each of you and bows to y'all. I am in each of your debts. Um, yeah, I greatly appreciate. Uh, y'all pretty much saving my life. Yep. That's not good at thank you, so thank you. Anyway, she sits down and takes another big drink. Are there, like, waiters walking around with trays? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what kind of drinks are they? Whatever your heart's desire, Seth. I mean, there's ale, there's whiskey, there's brandy, there's elven, elven beverages, there's, you know, even orc alcoholic beverages uh it looks um, like miss marigold uh, eliza marigold has spared no expense in terms of the evening's festivities okay. um so there's there's a waiter that walks by with the tray with all these different varieties of such lacra takes the tray um, <laughs> just sets it down in front of you nice <laughs> uh freya just sort of cuts an eye right <laughs> she's like oh they're complimentary right yeah that's quite a compliment. <laughs> I, I start with the elven wine and get the worst of it out of the way. Uh, oh. It's a good thing I'm not there yet to be upset about that. Speaking of which... Which, by the uh, way, Matt... Uh, <laughs> how late are you going to be? 
Oh, roughly whenever you want Raytheon to show up okay. and cause the most, the most now, trouble. Now, Leo is checking in with the stone at regular intervals. Like, hey, hey, Raytheon, you, you, you done uh, playing your game, I guess? The only thing you receive in response sounds like the sloshing of liquid and a woman laugh. <laughs> oh, man, your impressions are getting really good, Raytheon. <laughs> You hear a commotion from sort of the uh, near the kitchen, I guess you could say, and sort of behind the bar. Just move out of the way. Not you, please. Oh, that's a tray full of drinks. Let me take that. Everybody's getting sauced. And you see Raytheon come up from the basement behind the bar. And, uh, and Matt, would you would you like to describe uh, what what he and his plus one look like? Uh, is your plus one in humanoid form or? Yes. Okay. You see these two individuals. Uh, you see Raytheon inner and then behind him. Uh, he turns and sort of very seriously uh, extends a hand and leads his plus one up. And you see none other than who you now know to be the owl. Miss Perchwood, uh, and they are dressed to the nines. They are definitely dressed for the most highest of high courts in all of Valeria. Uh, they are walking in uh, like they are walking into uh, a royal party, uh, dressed very nice. And both of them. And they are royally drunk. <laughs> yes, very royally drunk. Kachi's going to lean over to Freya and just go, not to impress you with my senses or anything, but. I think that that one might be drunk. I think that that one might be right. That's my boy. Eliza just just shakes her head and goes, you know, she looks at Miss Perchwood. There used to only be one of you that would enter into these festivities and celebrations this way. Now I have two of them. You haven't even you haven't even started seeing double yet. <laughs> You should really vetch these people before you approach them about your organization. Well, and Marco I... throws back another drink. <laughs> Raytheon just sort of like pulls open his jacket. I have a vest right here. Uh, please, would you all like to take a seat? Uh, there, While there are some festivities, there are a few pressing matters we do probably need to speak about since uh, Captain Freya has returned from the capital. She goes, yes. So, so... Here's the deal. I didn't explain everything that happened in the capital the last uh, when y'all uh, definitely saved me. Uh, granted, I didn't bring the night blades just so that that's noted. She looks around. That was not me. I believe that was that was whatever y'all been into since you know since we. I I can I can't explain any of that. I don't, I'm just here. Just here. God, she's gonna. Gonna look at her with a me sort of expression <laughs> in face. A few months back now, there was an attack on the cathedral. Now, the cathedral is sort of the not only the religious presence in our country, our nation, but also the sort of military, a branch of the military. I am the captain of the cathedral knights. There was an attack made on our institution. We believed at first it was the Night Blades. However, the skill at which this assailant dispatched our agents and knights was horrifying, to say the least. We lost six good knights in the capital 
which is has never happened under my watch nor my mother's watch. And in a rage, which I believe, at looking back, is what this individual was counting on, I pursued it with a detachment of knights. And I am the only one to return. She sort of takes another drink, and you can kind of tell she's holding back a few tears, maybe. She sort of clears her throat. Goes, but, however, we have since learned that it was, in fact, a vampire, and they were after some of the more restricted areas in the cathedral and items. It seems that it was uh, searching for particular things that it needed. I have spoken with Eliza, and it seems that it may be the same vampire that she looks to you, Raytheon. Raytheon, and I believe Miss Perchwood. Mm-hmm. And also, she looks to you, Catchy. You? Apparently were there, too? I do get around, <laughs> but only with the best company, and the worst. That's why I'm in the state that I am, so that if vampire bites me, it will be inhibited. Yeah, that's why. Ah, that's that's very smart. I don't think I've ever thought of that one. That's that's a good that's a good strategy. I like this strategy. <laughs> Do you pound another another pint of ale? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. All right. He, he understands me. Us. You understand? Perch, what he understands I, us. I don't even know if a vampire would affect me being a werewolf and all. Like, or mm-hmm. I got one curse. Would the other curse? Add to it. Can I be a vampiric werewolf? Is that a thing? Or double double curse? Does does it make me naturally immune? Yes. See, Radiant's sort of like counting on his fingers, like double curse. (laughs) Uh, He's going to say, "Well, I do believe that if a werewolf gets cursed, it's poisonous." Yet another thing I can get the bottle of. Freya looks at you and goes, "Wait, you think that if a vampire is, I mean, a, a werewolf is bitten by a vampire, that they're." Poisonous? Well, you know, the, the thing that a vampire bite does apparently doesn't react very well to the bloodstream of a werewolf. Everyone knows that. By everyone, I mean the cats that live down south. Wait, so is it, also, is it the vampire that's venomous, or am I poisonous? Like, am I poisoning the vampire if they bit me, or...? Is it, is it is it like if they... So, okay, the difference between poisonous and venomous is very important. Venomous <laughs> things bite you. You bite, you bite poisonous things. It's very, very important. We understand yeah. that. That's correct. You can, you can actually eat or drink uh, venom just fine, as long as you have no cut to your system. Okay. Uh, wait. Hold. Hold on. Uh, all right. Let me. Let me. I don't think it poisons werewolves, but it does hurt them. So it's it, venom. It's well. You don't have like a, a lot snake. of it's like it's like getting stabbed with silver. She looks at you. That's painful, right? Getting stabbed by anything is usually painful, but I mean getting stabbed does hurt. Yeah. It's like my third least favorite thing. Well, but especially especially for you though, like silver 
Right. It, it hurts, right? It really... Wait a minute, wait a minute, Makra, give me your hand. <laughs> Don't do it, Makra! Which, which one, the baby hand or the regular hand? Whichever one's free, I guess. And um, and Ravian sort of, like, sticks a piece of silver in his hand. What happens, Matt? Nothing. That's my boy. Uh, <laughs> all right. It doesn't, it doesn't burn their skin, it just... if Well, I mean, if it gets cut by it, it doesn't feel good. Cuts feel bad. That's sort of what they do. Well, yeah, I mean, he doesn't, I mean, he probably doesn't like being touched by silver, but it's not going to, like, make him burn like a changeling. It's a little different. Everything sort of just, like, slumps in his chair and, like, balances a glass of wine on his chest. <sighs> Very well. And, or, like, picks it up with his teeth and just drinks it. <laughs> okay. All right. So, no, Kachi, they don't get poisoned by vampires, but vampires, werewolves don't have a resistance to vampires like they do normal weapons. Does that clear it up? Makes sense. All I know is if you get a vampire to bite the werewolf, the werewolf goes, ah, I'm poisoned, or something like that. I don't know. I'm not the scientist. You want the warder, go get somebody who's good with languages. <laughs> I'm not a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not a, uh, something of a scientist. <laughs> I'm something of a scientist myself. I'm not something of a scientist myself. <laughs> uh she goes, but I don't and I don't think they can actually y'all can't turn each other. At least as far as our our lore details. But I, mean, yeah. I don't plan to experiment with this, but I was just curious if Well, it definitely y'all are rivals for a reason. Y'all are very lethal towards each other, so like one's an acid, one's a base. Well, I'm not something me. of a scientist myself, so I'm not quite sure. <laughs> don't get me started on the swearwolves of the East. Oh. <laughs> Make me a charm check. <laughs> we actually get to play the game while we're playing Yeah, we actually get to play the game. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's new. Um, just whole, let y'all roleplay. The whole time, by the way, Raytheon is just sort of like confirming and denying things very passionately without saying anything. But he's doing this only to Miss Perchwood and just looking at the rest of the table and back at her. I think Miss Perchwood is like playing along and and oh yes, so so astute, the astute, yes. Oh, you're so brilliant. Oh, mm. Mm. And, indeed, indeed. I do concur. I do concur. She does. Uh, she concurs. Can either can either Miss Birchwood or Raytheon? Can either one of them pull out like uh, a pipe and blow it oh, and yeah. have bubbles come out? Raytheon pulls out a pipe and hands it to her, and she blows bubbles out of it. <laughs> he takes it back and he smokes it. Oh gosh! <laughs> hey, neat trick. <laughs> Got you. Gets two successes and uh, no successes. What are you doing? I haven't given you a difficulty. <laughs> oh, okay, good. All right, just uh, make me a two purple cool chick. Great. Zero successes. She looks at you, and she's just, she's not quite sure how to take that, that, that witty remark. And at this time, Morty sort of clears his throat and goes, <clears throat> yes, um, there are other happenings that we need to discuss, and, well, I... I didn't expect so many people to be wasted already. Uh, but I should have, <laughs> should have, uh, I should have 
I should have known better, I guess. Uh, Raytheon and Makra, make me a resilience check. Oh, good. Drinking all these these beverages. What kind of difficulty are we looking at? Oh, I think I think it's gonna be uh, I think it's gonna be too purple to start with. Add a black setback down each of your checks. That's two successes and two threats, my friend. Nice. Uh, You're definitely gonna take uh, two strain right now. It's it's it hits you a little bit right now. (laughs) Uh, I have three successes and two threats. So that's two strain that I'm taking. Yeah, each of you take take two strain. Um, you're you're feeling okay though. You're 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 not. Where am I taking it? Away. Take that and smoke it. <laughs> not what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> take that to the bank. I set you up so perfectly. And... Where would you have taken it, Seth? Nowhere. <laughs> I don't know. Up for a nice dinner. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Eliza looks at Yulia and goes, "How do you put up with these people? Sometimes I will never." Ever know what is it because I'm an orc? Is it? Yep, is it because he's an orc? Stop, you hear Stubbs go, Hey, what do you always make things about orcs, man? Your whole life's about orcs, sir. So, uh, so, uh, we have some really good news and mm. some uh, not so good news. Which would you all prefer? The newest news. The the newest news. Okay, well, um, I concur. I, I concur. Uh, the 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 newest news is that uh, the High Council wants to question you about the shards, and he takes a drink uh, as quick as he can. Is that the good news or the bad news? Which news is that? Eliza goes. That's the bad news. Oh, I that feels like good news to me. That's yeah. some bad news. Uh, but the good news is, uh, the good news, the good news is, Raytheon, the good news is, mm. we're really close to destroying the blade, I think. Makra, he thinks, he thinks we're close to destroying the blade. It's what the blade, he thinks we're close. But the bad news is, we still need one more piece of the blade, and that's, that's the hilt. Who did you say need, was needed to question us? Oh, yes, the High Council of Valeria, yes. You know, right. the one that, um, well, is supposed to be overseeing the, the well-being of Valeria and its peoples. Yeah. God, I hate the government. They're supposed to guard the shards <laughs> from uh, being confiscated. They're doing a great bang-up job. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Morty part of that council? Well, sort of, kind of. I am con- consultant. Since okay, so in my head, Kachi's sitting pretty much right next to Freya. Um, can he turn to her and just look her dead in the eye and just go, Rap? That feels like a good question. She just nods. Yeah, that's what we're thinking. This is my report from the Queen. The tensions have grown very hostile with Arafast. They have been positioning troops in strategic places. The previous king died uh, a few months back. He was killed. He was murdered. Probably the air fast is saying the night blades or I don't know. It's their story changes every day, but we I think it's possible that it could have been the the uh nephew, the son of the king who used to be over air fast. 
His name is uh, Tyrion Brantley, and his sister's name is Yenevieve Brantley. So, oh, yeah, we, yeah. Right. Oh, you, you know, you know her. We know her. We've met her. <laughs> I did not enjoy her company at all. Oh no, she's very foul. Very, very, uh, yes, very, very foul creature. Uh, she actually brought the Scarlet Fever to that town. The Violet Fever. The what? Oh, the oh. Uh, did we we solved it though, Mister Jeffries? And I made sure. You would love Mister Jeffries. Ah, okay. She, she leans over to Katya. Goes, is Mister Jeffries his imaginary friend, or is he real? You need to know one. You need to know one thing about Mister Jeffries. He's a giant, but he's also freaking awesome. I could get him for us for us one moment. No, no, no. Eliza goes, no, 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 no. Raytheon, 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 what do we say about, mm. what did we say about giants in the inn? I never had him outside. I don't. Dude, the ceilings are too short for him. Uh, Morty sort of pipes up, goes, yes, uh, it's, it's not good. Um, the council, a certain members on the council has demanded that you be questioned about why you've been gathering the shards. And let's just say since certain individuals have expired and no longer on that council, new council members have been elected, I have sort of lost some favor and sway with the majority of the council. And so we should kill them. Miss Birchwood, we should kill them. She goes, no, we shouldn't kill them. No. Why ever not? No. Because the queen of Arexia is on there. That would be bad. She's friends. You don't have to kill She's... all of them. No, we could only we could oh. kill just a little. Can we kill the bad ones? Yes, Can we the please bad ones. point them out? I'll do it. <laughs> well, uh, that might start a, uh, a worse conflict than what we are already facing. We could blame it on someone we hate. Ah, uh, yes, that would be a good strategy. Are you a good liar, Raytheon? We the bad news is is that the high council uh well the high chair the the high chair still has the hilt that we need desperately. She is a very kind and well, we could steal it. We could steal it. I, that is a. I like where your head is at. I do like where your head is at. However, um, and that may be what that. Let's say that's Plan B, Raytheon. Uh, I believe you and Miss Perchwood would would excel at that mm-hmm. part of the plan. But Katya would be very good at it too. Plan A is uh, that we probably go and answer their question. Um, I have delayed them as long as I can. To sort of allow Arexia and Eliza make certain preparations that we needed to make before things got too out of hand. But as Captain Freya was saying, the military conflict is sort of uh, increasing. And, and she goes, yes. So as of right now, there have been strategic deployments of troops towards the northern border which of, of Arafas, which is close to Vasthaven. What's even more troubling, and she looks to you, Makra, and goes, they have been moving a lot of troops south towards 
the orcs. Uh, it seems that the new king, young Tyrion, wants to reclaim the land that his father lost or his nation lost. So good luck. Even in and probably more, it looks like. He will not have an easy time oh. of that. Uh Kachi's gonna kind of snap his fingers and turn to Freya and go, uh, we encountered a whole a whole well or evaded what we think is a whole band of uh uh bad orc people on the way here uh on our last trip. Uh could they be involved in any way? Here's what we think. Morty has informed us that the blade that you recovered from the necromancer Merrick in the Dwarven City was from the Orc Nation of the Battle Plains. There is possible evidence that they have been given and granted Shadow Weave weapons. And she looks at all of you. Yes. Um, They're sort of starting, or were, propping up more and more. And uh, (laughs) it could be very possible that the Battle Plains tribe is in, in the same bed with the enemy. Right, and then they are—they are working together. <laughs> They're no longer on the council right now. Uh, there is a new uh, council leader, and when he went to claim the blade, they no longer had it. So we definitely have a lot of enemies right now. Yeah, things are getting things are getting a little, little, little dicey. Is anybody else there starting to feel a little? Uh... I don't know, kind of wary that we're gathering all the blades to one place, and now we have all these threats basically coming here. Is there mm-hmm. nothing else we yes. can do to maybe mitigate one? That's been all in the case. I've said it several times. We're collecting them all for the enemies. Yes, well, uh, luckily, uh, Arexia and the Queen... If I'm not mistaken, please don't let me overstep my bounds, Freya. But the Queen has uh, offered to uh, ensure a greater level of security here at Three Oaks. So a garrison? Yes. Just say more troops camped in the woods. And uh, quite a few extra wizards. I I cannot guarantee their safety in those woods. They are strange to very strange. Yes, they are. (laughs) The more dangerous part is that the council will want us to bring the blades to Vasthaven. Now, I have a plan, and if you trust me, it is a plan that uh, I will take responsibility for, and you can have deniability. But that is up to you. If you wish to know the plan, I will tell you. If not, I will keep it a secret. But that is only if you trust me. And if you don't trust me, that is fine. I will. Take that in stride. Leo, help help me. Yeah, doesn't responsibility just mean you're the one they blame when everything has gone wrong anyway? Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, but uh, they would blame all of us, potentially. Right, right, but the, the damage would still be done. Yes, but I would, I'm saying I'm going to try, I would, the plan would be to, for me to take most of the responsibility and right, but that doesn't stop all the damage, though, that's... Well, if it comes to that, we're screwed either way. So you're really not taking any risk here, is that what you're saying? I'm not a. I'm bad. No, at, I, I would be I'm taking. Bad at this. I would be taking most of the risk, and uh, you, if things were to fall apart, it would mostly come down upon me. 
I, we are going to the garden. And Raytheon uh, gets up and says, Raytheon, wait. Just trust, uh, trust. Just a few more minutes. Just please. Please, Raytheon. Just, right just a few more time. minutes. Please. Just a few more minutes. I, I promise you can you can drink until your uh, heart's content. You can go and run buck naked oh, through the forest. My heart is never content. <laughs> And hey, just... I've seen you smile. <laughs> that is my face. Yes. The question for all of us is, are we of one accord that we trust one another here at this table? Yes. She's an owl, but... Well, you're a, a dark elf. I am not. I mean, a regular wood elf. <laughs> I, what is this in my drink? Not, not enough. That's right. Another! She throws it down on the, the floor. Marker slides one over from his tray. I like this one. Most, most generous. He passes the pipe to Makra. Kachi is going to quickly clutch his necklace and ask Afriel, is it wise to throw all of my trust into these here? Uh, you hear a resounding yes. I go, all right. I think I'm in it. Uh, everyone I see around here has at least touched a silver coin. Is that right? The accountability is everybody buddy to buddy. Everyone's silver coin. The up. silver yeah. chalice. <laughs> oh, yes. The silver chalice with the phallus. Yes, we all know the rhyme. Okay. So, yes, I am all in. I thrust you, even though, you know, you know, you, you, we've all had our pasts and now we'll have our future together. I'm running at the mouth, aren't I, Freya? It's okay. It's endearing. What what does Nobby say? Uh, Nobby doesn't quite understand what's going on. Oh, I thought Nobby was dancing with someone incredibly beautiful. Yeah, I think that's probably what Nobby's doing. I think Nobby probably found a young a young lady and started dancing away. Someone way out of his league. Oh, she's barely in. Have you met Nobby? I don't think there's anyone out of Nobby's. As I was about to say, I'm not going to do our guy like that. Ruby thought. Ruby thought. Well, what do you think, Ruby? She's been clutching like this beverage, this pint of of uh, of some sort of beverage. Not really sure what it is because she hasn't really drunk any of it. She just looks at you and goes, "I've got a real, real bad feeling about all of this. I don't think we're just walking into a trap." I think we're walking into a hornet's nest. Uh, everyone make me a either a vigilance check or a perception check. Perception it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be three purple difficulty. Alright, now remember my heightened awareness. That's true. That's true. You guys get to add uh, a boost die. Two. Everybody's engaged. Oh, that's true. Yep, yep. Yeah, everybody adds two. How um, many am I adding here, Matt? Uh, so for, yeah, just two, just had two. Um, so let's see, it's crowded. Uh, I think there's a lot going on here. It's a party. There's a lot of festivities. It's hard to hear. I think that's two setback dice. Uh, I'm not going to punish you guys cause on who are drinking cause y'all, y'all passed it. And I just gave that threat instead of uh setback dice. So yeah, three purple, two black setback dice. And then the two boosts from Raytheon. I think we all succeeded. Hachi got three successes and three advantages. Yeah, I've got one threat on mine. 
Uh, for what do your hick elf eyes see? <laughs> Leo has one success, two advantages. One success. One success. A lot of dice for a very boring result. Just straight up knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows what's going on. Uh, about this time, you guys see um, <clears throat> three individuals enter into the front of the inn. And uh, you see Jack sort of talking with them, trying to get them to go out. They don't seem to pay him much attention. He 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 calls Stumps over, and Stumps sort of gets a little uh, a little more animated. He's holding two beers in his hands. So you really can't tell like what Stumps is telling him, but he's definitely trying to get them to leave. And uh, how do you guys want to spin your advantage? You see him sort of talking to somebody. You can't really make out who they are. I've got the threat, but like, I'd sure like to know who they're affiliated with, guys. Yes. Any kind of identifying... All right, so I'll give you this for two advantages. Uh, Leo, you see the very same symbol. Oh, yeah. It's the... Uh, is it the, the family? The, the thing that was on her amulet and the coach? Because if it is, I, I will kick them out of this party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see the same symbol sort of on their left uh, chest. Oh, that's ominous. <laughs> very, uh, very subtle, but you you notice it. It sort of sticks out to you because you've seen it before. And it's sort of this, uh, in the center, sort of this winged uh, upside down eye, maybe, with uh, three spines uh, extending from the top and five spines extending down from the bottom. The center almost looks bat-like. And so that's the two two advantages. Uh, we have three more advantages that can be spent. So at this point, like I said, you see three uh, hooded figures wearing red robes. Uh, just standing. Uh, not really responding to either Stubbs or Jack. The middle one begins to raise his right hand palm open towards jack and stubs oh with three advantage i want to see one of their faces the face of the person uh holding his hand up if possible and um no i i with my advantage i want there's some to have been somebody else watching the door we have all these people uh gathered here I think there probably should have been one more guard somewhere, just kind of for reinforcement that's able to at least come up behind him. All right. Uh, yeah, another guard comes up behind him. Melts away as though he's seen the Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> no, he comes up behind him and, and it has his hand on a sword and is like ready to, to be the enforcer. Um, and you see this hooded figure in the center sort of raise his head as he raises his hand and points his hand towards Stubbs and, and Jack. And uh, with a what you see revealed below is this sort of sunken, uh, very pale-faced individual with uh, dark eyes and a uh, sort of almost sickly tone, grayish tone to his skin. Just look up and smile in y'all's direction. And then, as he does so, Fire erupts from his hand.
nothing if this podcast remains property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast. Genesis Role Playing Game, Genesis Logan around tearing off the property of Venice and Flight Games. Any content used from Genesis Foundry belongs to their respective owners. The hilarious setting and setting book is property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast.